You've got mail. 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 Hey, this is the Everything Email Podcast. I'm your new co-host, Keisha Stephen Gittins, Content Marketing Manager at Live Intent, and I'm here with the one and the only Corel Cooper, SVP Customer Journey Group. So, Corel, who's our guest? So, our guest today is Joe Lyons, VP of Strategic Partnerships at LiveRamp. Oh, so yeah, I know about Joe. He's been in the industry for quite some time. And I have to admit that before coming to Live Intent, I've never heard about people-based marketing before. So I'm glad that Joe is on the show. Yeah, and I was really excited that we got the opportunity to talk to Joe because of his experience in the industry, working at companies that specialize in people-based marketing, currently at LiveRamp and previously at Arbor. So really enjoyed the conversation and excited for our audience to hear it today. Okay, so let's get into the first question. What are the top three things we need to know about people-based marketing? Three notions. One is the the conversion or the mindset of turning cookies into people. Historically, the industry has been based on cookie and cookie behavior. And now we actually can identify people much more specifically and granularly. So the whole, just the mindset of addressing people instead of cookies, I think is a big theme. And then two is doing this deterministically and knowing exactly who you're targeting. And by that, I mean knowing how many different devices they're on. And that's the same person on their laptop that is on their iPad that's on their phone. And being able to do that with a unique identifier to make it deterministic, I think is game changing. And I think it's really attractive to the brand side of the industry, as opposed to, again, the historical way of looking at users or audiences and the whole notion of targeting them probabilistically or knowing something about them that you're going to assume is probably accurate, but you weren't 100% sure. So that's been a big difference. Lastly, it's target people very specifically and individually across the devices that they're using on a day-to-day. It's what do you do with that? And it's become more conversational. It's the idea of having a one-to-one relationship with that user. To me, those are the big three things that have been coming up over and over in my conversations. It's been interesting here at Live Intent to watch how the conversations have changed with our clients around people-based marketing. And I'm sure you've experienced that as well at LiveRamp and before that at Arbor. Can you talk a little bit about how the conversation was five plus years ago to where it is now? Because I'm curious to get your thoughts on, on how that conversation and the thinking of clients has changed over time. The big difference to me then versus now is the convergence of ad tech and martech. The whole notion of a mechanism for ad delivery and third-party data you know, appended to media spend through ad tech. Most marketers and even agencies really kept CRM files and records uh, offline or online, keeping those records really separate and addressing how you're going to maintain your customers and maybe grow customers through your first party data really was two separate strategies. And now more than ever, what I'm hearing is the convergence of the two. It's like, how do I leverage my first party data? You know, I have a tremendous amount of purchase data, data that's volunteered by users through signups or registrations. How do I leverage that to engage my existing customer base in a more meaningful way when, you know, it's serving ads across the ecosystem? 
or how do I leverage it to attract more uh, like customers or similar customers? As marketers become more advanced and smarter, they're leaning towards the merging of ad tech and martech. After the execution is done, right? Because it's not only how do I how do I leverage all this data to put the right message in front of my target audience, but then it's how do I get that insights back and make my client, make my advertiser smarter about who their audience is. I find that piece of it particularly interesting to watch clients start to understand their audience better. Yeah, I agree. And one other way that I will draw another comparison and how this has evolved is the way publishers and their advertiser partners or their brand partners have worked together over the years. For example, they've done a lot of work to create content, content that they both agree their shared users would want to consume. That's a good example. Coming up with relevant content for your audiences, right? Now, when you start to talk about first-party data sets, it seems like a natural evolution for a publisher and a brand to share first-party data on their respective user bases in order to accomplish the next level of communication. Again, whether that's doing things like CRM retargeting or lookalike targeting or even things like suppression, which can really help drive performance or help brands or advertisers reach their goals. You mentioned earlier that people-based marketing is a game changer, being able to do this whole thing deterministically. And then you also mentioned the convergence of advertising technology and marketing technology. And I think something common there is the email address. How important is the email address to you in people-based marketing? In my mind, the email address is the backbone of people-based marketing, right? I mean, you need to start with an email in order to do deterministic matching. Ideally, you're going to work with partners that have first-party data, deterministic data at scale, so that matching is higher and the quality of those matches typically enhanced. The email has really been the key to people-based media and how effective and successful it can be at scale when you're talking about big brands and how they work with publishers and then their platform partners. If our listeners want to look at some brands, advertisers, or publishers that are, are leading the way in people-based marketing, who comes to top of mind that's doing a great job out there in the marketplace? Some of these brands have been doing this for years. You know, the guys who jump out to me are the big ones like Target, State Farm. Any of the big brands have had a good handle on their own users, steadily collecting as much data and as much information as they can about their own user base, and then looking to put that in place taking that leap of faith over the years to say, All right, I'm gonna, I know this is going to be really effective for me and I'm going to work with my trusted partners to leverage, you know, essentially match or overlap my first party data against theirs. So the interest around people-based marketing seems to be peaking. So it feels like if you're a big bank or CPG or travel client, the leaders in those respective verticals are either already doing this or they're about to do it with more partners outside of Google and Facebook. They have typically been the, um, you know, the two partners that most brands would do this with right out of the gate. I think it's becoming much more common and mainstream and, and they're looking for additional partners and outlets to do this type of targeting at scale with. I won't put you on the spot and ask you to name names of who's doing a bad job, but, <laughs> but uh, give me some points on how someone can screw up people-based marketing. <laughs> and it's, it's funny because now that it's available, I think just even right out of the gate, I'd say 
if you're not thinking about this already, you're screwing up in a sense because it's available and it doesn't take that much you know, energy to get this kind of off the ground. My role at LiveRamp, I talk to a wide variety of partners and to me, you're screwing up. If you can be collecting data, but you're not, A, you should be because you're going to need it and it's going to come come in handy. If you are collecting it and it's just sitting there on the shelf, I would say now more than ever is the best time to action against it. It's easier than not for most ad ops teams to take that data and figure out a way to connect it to online cookies or IDs, mobile IDs, and then start targeting against it. So I think they should. Now, it's if you're able to have a one-to-one conversation with a person, I know that I'm in a slightly different mindset or I'm using my devices. I'm in a different frame of mind when I first get up in the morning and I'm trying to get things done and I'm task-driven or if I'm accessing um, my publisher partners over lunch, maybe I've got some downtime, I'm in a slightly different mindset then. Maybe I'm even able to buy things or make some purchases. At the end of the day or at night when I'm home, winding down, maybe watching TV or interacting with multiple devices at once. You know, one thing is maybe just the creative. If you know exactly who you're talking to across different devices, the power of creative and and messaging becomes more important. You want to sustain that conversation with your audience and obviously further that relationship rather than serving the same ad over and over again. I think that's one fail. So there's more best practices probably right now than there are examples of getting it wrong, but uh, it's so early. I'm sure there'll be more. Before we close this episode, it's random question time. <laughs> I hope you're ready, Great. Joe. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have a running joke here at Live Intent, and you know at Live Intent we like to tell puns, metaphors, hyperboles, and exaggerations. <laughs> and this joke we have is basically that marketers can get their technology to work together like a PB&J sandwich, so that's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, kind of mirroring that to PBM, people-based marketing. So your random question is, if you had to make the most delicious PBM sandwich, what would you put in it? <laughs> That's a great, it's a great question. I would, um, again, I think there are more marketers who are getting involved, starting to leverage their data and putting that in play. So if I were an advanced marketer or a brand, you know, I think we're going to see some really cool use cases where, let's just use a retailer, for example. A retailer might have their own first party data and they're using that to target across their publisher and their platform partners and they're doing a good job. Of course, they're potentially going to append third-party data, and that's typically done to achieve more reach. So if you've got a finite number of users in your own pool, get creative. Start testing how your users respond or different, you know, different types of audiences respond when you, when you layer on a third-party data set and change up the messaging. And then lastly you know, is second-party data. It's maybe working with a strategic partner who happens to sell you know, a good amount of clothing or electronics or whatever that may be through your website as a big retailer and maybe doing some cool like joint collaborative messaging together like a co-op. Nice, nice. Before we let you go, Joe, and thanks for, for doing this with us, tell the audience what's new at LiveRamp, what can they expect from LiveRamp for the remainder of the year? Yeah, sure. Thanks. I mean, I think what you're going to see is 
you're going to see a lot more messaging and marketing around people-based. So the whole notion of people-based marketing is, it's just a hot topic here, right? So everyone's excited about it. There's a lot of things happening in the space. And, you know, one of them is, is a new data consortium. Uh, that's been in the press a lot lately, and that's um, enabling people-based marketing to scale across more programmatic platforms and other partners. So I think just people-based marketing in general, and then how you can do people-based with your partners, either in an, like an old-school direct I.O. and tag fashion, or how it scales programmatically going forward. Awesome. Well, hey, Joe, thank you again uh, for joining us. I really appreciate the time today and enjoyed the conversation. Great having you on. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. To our listeners, the next era of marketing is coming. It's people-based. Implementing people-based marketing successfully requires bridging the gap between advertising and marketing technology. Download the Forrester study commissioned by Live Intent. Link in the description of the episode, or you can find it on our Live Intent blog. This is the Everything Email Podcast. Tune in next time.